mother first and foremost. And uh, when my children were little, I wanted to homeschool my children. It was not a choice that came from, oh, public schools are bad or, you know. It came from the fact that I had a daughter who was a genius, brilliant young girl and wanted to learn very quickly. And so she started learning languages and math and reading. And by the time she was seven, she was at a fourth grade of her ability. Mm. But emotionally, she was a seven-year-old kid. So we've created a dilemma for us between do we force the academic um, suffocating environment of boredom on her or do we homeschool? And we mm. chose to homeschool and it was always one year at a time. And while homeschooling the kids, I was very big that the, fa the, fast and best, uh, way, the fastest and best way to learn is through experiential learning. So I took them in 2006 to Greece. We went to Greece for three weeks. My daughter was wow. eight. My son was four to study about the Parthenon by climbing it, to do the uh, labyrinth of the great Minotaur and so forth and so on. But I came back home and my amazing husband, who was the sole provider at the time and family, set me down. And you guys probably can hear the accent. I'm from Ukraine, former Soviet Union. No business, no money. Everybody was equally broke and equally excited about being broke. So he sits me down and he says, honey, the ambition to homeschool is great. But this is how the credit card works. It's not actually attached to real money. You've put us into this significant debt now. <laughs> so I appreciate your desire to homeschool. <laughs> it might be well backed up by, you know, knowing how the economics works. He was very kind and supportive. My reaction was, oh, no problem. I'll just get a job to make money while homeschooling kids. So I literally went on Google and I said, what is the best way to make money in U.S. while staying home with your kids? This is 2007 by then, and the real estate is hot. The homes mm. are flying off the market. Realtors are millionaires. I'm like, that's what I'm going to do. So I go and get real estate license. By the time I get it, it's around 2008. I step into the arena of real estate. The market crashes. The agents are fleeing the market. <laughs> And to me, oh it was an amazing goodness. opportunity to learn in the crashing market and to develop the skills. I had several commitments. I never worked on Sunday. Several brokers said it's a suicide in real estate. If you're an entrepreneur, it's not. You can honor your day. For me, it was a Sabbath day, so I chose not to work on Sunday. For you, it might be just a day of rest. Whatever it is, pick one day. Mine was Sunday. So I never worked on Sunday. But within a year, by 2009, I was in the top 1% of realtors in the country. And a broker wow. just started inviting me to ask what it is that I did differently. And so while homeschooling kids through that time, and this was not easy. There were nights that I sobbed myself into the pillow from exhaustion, from doubt, from questioning whether I was stretching too thin and answering yes, I was. But I had very clear goals. My goals were... Show my kids the world, pay off the mortgage, have no debt, and do whatever it takes. So within the next uh, few years, I was combining selling real estate and coaching other agents and then other businesses on how to implement success principles. And I ran very quickly into a dilemma that you can teach habits and you can develop good skills. But if you carry subconscious sabotaging programs a person will continue failing and going back to their point of fear. Mm. 